following is a special presentation of the Benefit of the Dowd podcast. From Chicago, it's the Doubting Thomas podcast with Clifton Thomas and your host, Welcome to the Doubting Thomas Monthly Recap for August 2021. I'm your host, Adam Dowd, and joining me as always is Clifton M. Thomas. Cliff, what is up, my homie? Not a whole lot. Wearing the uh, Benefit of the Dowd swag that, uh, who knows, we might make available at some point to order. Okay, sorry, my son was here trying to, like, mouth to me something, and he's very bad at mouthing, so I have no idea what he was trying to say. I just shoot him away, because that's how we do on the Benefit of a Doubt podcast. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, so this month I learned that COVID brain is real, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, there are reports that people that have have had COVID are very foggy and fuzzy and have trouble focusing on things. And <laughs> I was already bad at that to begin with, and I'm even worse at it like this month. So um, that's another reason why we're 20 minutes late, because I just, boo, I don't know what was going on there. So It's okay. Um, we, uh, we forgot to record last night, too, so it's, it's fine. We, well, no, we didn't forget to record. No, I, I I wasn't able to record. I told oh, you. Oh, there's yeah. that. There's that. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's no, I, I honestly I wasn't able to record either. My wife was a sicky poo, so even if we had talked about it, I wouldn't have been able. Yeah. To. No, I had a school thing that I had to go to for uh, for kiddo. It's back to school time, so like things are oh, crazy. Yeah. Like I I oh my god, I made so many calendar appointments, <laughs> like calendar entries, just to like keep track of like. Kids' doctor's appointments, kids' school activities, my wife's meetings that she has to go to, like all this stuff. I'm just dropping it into Google Calendar and like praying that it all works out somehow. <laughs> so, I, yeah, uh, I, I've had the same thing going on. And, and because of that, my phone is just constantly, even if it's silent, I'll still have, uh, I'll open up my phone after uh, a few hours and I'll just have reminder after reminder after reminder for. You know, yeah. the combination of, of work reminders and meetings and then all the things that are happening in my family life. And it's just, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. This is a busy time of year. Speaking of opening up your phones, uh, I just had a uh, I just had a conversation with uh, Mr. Michael Fisher, which by the time the uh, listeners are listening to this on the main feed, it will have already aired, but it has not yet been edited or aired yet for Cliff. So Cliff has no idea what the hell we talked about, but we're going to, I'm going to kind of recap it and we're just going to have a discussion. Oh, I'm guessing general. it was more about unfolding his phone. Well, right, right. So it was about unfolding and opening and doing all those things. So um, anyway, but that's, that was the end of the month. We need to start off with the beginning of the month. And at the beginning of this month, we had our all helm show which was actually planned because at the beginning of this month, I was supposed to be in Los Angeles, but I was not. Um, but I still ran with it anyway. So we had a mini review of the Helm TW5 earbuds, and we had an interview with the CEO of Helm, and we talked about all, like, you know, the philosophy behind sound and, you know, how to, you know, get by in the, in the industry as a, uh, as a fairly, you know, small company, um, Helm is still continuing that 50% off discount for first responders, which I thought was very decent of them. And considering I'm living in a state that's going back into mask mandate as of Monday, that's, um, you know, kind of near and dear to, uh, to my heart. So, uh, but anyway, um, the interview was, was interesting. I thought it was really interesting to kind of get into the head of somebody who's working in sound, especially, you know, with TWS, because there's so many, you know, like you can trip and fall and land on a true wireless earbud. If you absolutely, if I'm, I'm, I'm actually <laughs> convinced Amazon is 50%, $15 true wireless earbuds now. <laughs> um, but, uh, but I mean, so it was interesting to get some perspective as to like how you can get by and, you know, one of the ways that he can get by, which I don't think we really discussed on the in the interview, but um, uh, my man um, is actually living in, Sh uh, 
Shenzhen, where like everything's being manufactured. And like he's an American, but he's living over there because he's a CEO of a TWS company. And frankly, that's where it's cheapest to make those. So um, I thought that was an interesting part of the uh, part of the conversation. But I just can't get past how big that case is. <laughs> and 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 like, and it's funny because I had a friend of mine who was uh, shopping for for True Wireless earbuds, and so I said, "Hey, why don't you stop by? I've got like five here that I can show you, and you know, you can like try them out and test them out, and you know, see what you think." And and he took one look at the helmet, and he's like, "Uh, uh-uh. <laughs> I'm like, well, I, that's fair." <laughs> to me, but, the thing that was so funny in in uh, conjunction with that point was that. You made sure to call him on the fact that this has micro USB. And yes. his ex- explanation was to, to, so that they could make the case smaller. And I'm like, what was it like with USB C? I know, seriously. With like USB C, it was like a backpack <laughs> you had to put on a, a separate power pack on it. Just. <laughs> And, and and listeners, trust me, I am still regretting the fact that I did not stop the interview then and there and say, dude, <laughs> and like and like hold them up to the camera and say, dude, this is not small. And, you know, especially since if my if memory recalls, I had the Samsung Galaxy Buds Pro 2 like on my desk during the interview that I could have very easily just picked up and said, small, not small. Um, but, you know, I just well, didn't want to be I- a jerk. I have to wonder, uh, because when you're a small resource company like that, right? A lot, a lot of companies like that will actually use like an ODM, um, you know, like case and, and maybe, uh, yeah, the innards. And, and then they'll put the money into the internals and their engineering. I don't know if that's the case with this is definitely not the case for Helm. So for the in in Helm's case, it, you know they they designed everything from the ground up, and you can tell because like the outside of the Helm is this like diamond kind of pattern to it that like you know if if it were if it were like white, it would look it would actually look like diamond studded on the outside. Like that's hmm. kind of like the geometric pattern that we're talking about, and um, you know one one thing I don't I don't want to get hung up on the on the uh, on the outside of the of the earbuds, but like the one thing that like these earbuds, two things actually that absolutely stand out heads and tails. And I have yet to find another pair of true wireless earbuds that actually mimic this is battery life and noise isolation. Now the earbuds do not have active noise cancellation, but the isolation is honestly so good. You don't need it. I mean, it is just baller isolation and i and you know if i want if i want to go back to it for anything like these might be my full-time like bike riding um earbuds because like you know and i mentioned this in the interview like when i'm riding my bike with any other true wireless earbuds i get the you know and Mm -hmm. and and, and actually that's not that's not an accurate representation it's more like you know, it's like it's like I sound like I'm hawking up a hairball, but it sounds it, it's like the occasional like wisp of wind that like makes mm. it into your ear. But I'm sure you probably know what I'm talking about. It's, it just it sounds like buffeting because it, you're it does. Riding. Yeah, yeah, and and like there's just none of that with these helms, and you know, also add into the fact that these earbuds just keep on going. Like, I don't know how they lasted as long as they did, but it was like three weeks before I had to recharge this case. It was amazing. So, um, but like, you know, all that being said, you know, there are definitely compromises. You know, you don't get the ANC, so they probably wouldn't be necessarily all that great on like an airplane or something like that. But, um, but overall, I mean, like, if if you're what you're looking for is isolation and battery life, so if you're like working out, that's this is probably a good this is probably a good choice for you. Do they have an IPX rating? I do not recall off the top of my head. I would imagine though, with them being marketed for, to people that are like first responders and stuff like that, that they would have some kind of sweat resistance and stuff like that. You know, for yeah. those people work out a lot, generally speaking, especially that's with firefighters true. and stuff like that. So. That is true. Although that being said, I would be very surprised if they did have an IP rating, just because because of um, the cost of the because of the cost of getting the certification. Mm-hmm. Right. So, 
Sorry, I've got a dog like moving around in the background. You know what? That's okay. just how this podcast just works. Don't even sounds, don't even take that out. Just sounds like it's Christmas time and, and you've got jingle bells, right? You know, yeah, don't e- don't even take that out of the edit though. I want all this in there. So, and by the way, um, to those who are listening to the high quality feed, um, this will be a this will be an edit uh, or a, a Cliff Thomas joint. So he is doing the editing on the Doubting Thomas monthly recap at least this month until you get to next month, and he's like, "I'm not doing that anymore." So, and which I totally get. But no, he's 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 amazing at sound editing. Honestly, this may be the best sounding podcast of September. So we'll see. Well, I highly doubt that. But, it's been a while since I've edited a podcast, so this, I'm gonna have to. Let's see if I can get the sound effect here. Crack the old knuckles. Get the and, get the uh, knuckles uh, cracking yeah, going. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway. Um, Moving, I mean, moving on. It was, you know, the the uh, these are decent earbuds. I like them. I wish they had ANC. I wish your camera would focus back on you. That AI is not doing good things right now. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, uh, the the current. There we go. The current. <laughs> I was <just> gone. <laughs> you were just not there. It was. It it, it had a very fa- fascinating look at your lamp that's on the uh, thing. <laughs> Um, behind you. So uh, the next week after we did the Helm interview, you know the the next set of earbuds that I moved on to after the Helm earbuds were the TCL Move Audio S six hundreds. I think I got that name right, and I was reviewing those because I was using them along with the TCL Pro CCL twenty Pro five G and. Let me allow me to echo the sentiments of I think it was Sean Riley who said, "Can 2022 finally be the year that we drop the 5G from phone names?" And I'm pretty sure we've said that on the podcast too. But seriously, we gotta we gotta lose that. So the TCL 20 Pro 5G, our full review dropped, and actually I don't have that phone anymore because as soon as I was done with the review. It winged its way over to Cliff Thomas. So rather than rather than focusing on what I thought about the phone, I'm kind of curious as to what Cliff thinks about the phone. So let's get your mini review of the TCL 20 Pro. Yeah, and sure. right now. Yeah, so I've been I've been using it as my uh, daily since uh, it came in. So that how long has that been? Like a little over a week, like a week and a half, something like that. Oh, uh, yeah, something like that. Still waiting for the duo. Just saying. <laughs> Yeah, I'll be sending it to you eventually. Uh, so yeah, it's it's um. I'll tell you the first thing that strikes you, and I, I would say the same thing about um. I guess it was the ten pro from uh, from TCL from last year. Yeah, from last year. You know, they they actually do have a really similar hardware design as far as like the shape, the sort of the the flat edges on the top and the bottom. But it's it is um. It's a nicely designed phone. I I love phones that have the 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 silky like matte almost finish on the back. Um, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, feels really good. I like the fact that the uh, the, the camera housing doesn't have a. Um, it's actually integrated into the body rather than having a, a hump on the back, so it actually lays yeah. flat. It is a very dense phone. Uh, you know, it, it's not a huge phone, um, and it has a big, uh, or I should say, a, a small screen to body ratio, meaning it's mostly a screen, and it does roll right. off the edges just like the the one from last year. But um. Awesome screen, um, not so great battery life, but not not terrible. Just just I think yeah. when you have a smaller phone, you just that's sort of a compromise that you make. Um, a smaller phone that's a six point six seven inch screen there. Dude. Oh. that's not a small phone. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Compared to the ten, but it's you know it just I guess maybe because it's narrow, it just feels kind of like the the Xperia uh, five Mark two that I have. It's just it's that narrow chassis that makes it feel smaller maybe than it really is it's yeah tall. it is a tall phone i will say um, yeah i see where you're going with that it's it's uh fast enough um i've had a little bit of time to play with the camera and at least in um good to fair light the main camera is is definitely serviceable in fact i've got some pretty decent shots with it I will yeah. agree with you in your assessment of the wide angle. There's a huge disparity in the in the uh, the color that you get out of it. It's, yeah, it definitely yeah. leaves really warm. Uh, the wide mm-hmm. angle does, um, and I mean, just like the the ten uh, or the twenty. I guess it was the the S that I have. Um, yes, you know, I, I I love the software. I like what uh, what TCL is doing with um, 
their modifications. Um, there is some funkiness with uh, Android Auto that it's kind of, I don't know if it, because it's not received a software update, but it seems to have sorted itself out. Hmm. But it would just stop working every once in a while, or some of the apps wouldn't, would, would just say they're not working, especially for huh. some reason, Pocket Cast and YouTube music. It's it's something to do so with... So, like, the most important apps are, are pretty much what that... I use, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah and that's not good. I don't think it's a permissions thing, but it's just almost like I can't see. Uh, and especially mm. when it was stuff that was uh, downloaded to the internal storage. So, a little bit of funkiness going on there. Although, I, I, it seems like maybe it was uh, something to do with the software plus... Uh, the fact that I'm using the beta of Android Auto, uh, mm, which I just okay. got access to, because it seems to have sorted itself out. Maybe it was just that combination of the two. Yeah, so it, it, a very uh, pleasant, nice phone to handle and use. My my only two things, I guess, it would that uh, what I would call niggles. <laughs> oh, would it be the uh, the fingerprint reader is is not always the most accurate. Um, there, mm. so I have a lot of fails with it compared to a lot of other. Uh, under display fingerprint readers I use. And then like I mentioned before, the battery life is, is definitely not one of its strong suits, but you know, yeah. with almost any phone, you make some kind of compromise. So it's, it's the battery life is definitely not terrible, but I think in a year where we've gone through, we've cycled through some phones with some pretty darn good battery yes. life, you know, absolutely. The, the one that is, when, when you have great battery life from every phone that you've used and then you just get good battery life, you're just like, eh, you know, it's, it's, it's like a sliding scale. Basically. Part of that too is just anytime I move into a, a new Android phone, it seems to take a while in order to sort of settle in. Uh, you know, the AI kind of gets used to what you use more and then, and, and then optimizes, uh, the, the phone to you a little bit. Um, so I did notice it got a little bit better. I will say that it's definitely, the battery life is definitely better than the Surface Duo. That's definitely one of its weak points, which I don't think, even think I mentioned in the review. Because I was, I was doing kind of a different style of, of a review. Um, but yeah, what I was coming from was the Pixel uh, 4a 5G, which has outstanding battery life. Mm, yeah. So oh, yeah. I can't imagine what the 5a is going to be like. Then, I'm it was so excited really to good. find out. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I'm enjoying it, and I, I probably uh, uh, will go back to it here in the next few weeks once I um, send back my Moto. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was so actually I, you. You mentioned the Sony, and I was like, I was about to ask, do you still have that? Mm-hmm. For now, you do. Okay, you did keep that one because because you're kind of notorious. And for those of listening that are not following the inside joke, Cliff has a tendency to buy a lot of phones and then send a lot of phones back <laughs> and then decide, and then ultimately decide not to send them back, even though like he said, he was going to send them back. So like, it's kind of a toss up whenever Cliff buys a phone as to whether or not he's actually going to own it two weeks later. <laughs> I think the one, the, the, the one that I was, I said I was going to send back and didn't was the, uh, the real me, the Oppo, yeah, or yeah, I'm sorry, the real me. <laughs> and Same honestly, thing. the reason was because uh, the seller was just fighting me so hard on it, like just asking me all sorts of questions. Oh, it was awful. Oh, really? I was just, oh, I was okay. just like, I don't feel like dealing with this. I mean, I don't dislike it that much. I just really wish it had better coverage in the states. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, totally that's a, get that. A story for another day, perhaps. Yeah, maybe for a review. We'll see. But anyway, um, yeah. So, like, getting back to getting back to this TCL twenty Pro, I, I I really think that this is a very respectable phone. I absolutely adore the software. Mm-hmm. Like, I adore the software on this phone. I'm a little. I did not use Android Auto because I don't have an Android Auto head unit in my car any longer. So that's one thing that I definitely cannot compare with you on that i did use the pseudo what do they call it google driving assistant or whatever it is when you like are when you're navigating and you have like the pocket cast open mm-hmm. and like the bottom so i use that a lot and i never had a problem with that but that's obviously apples and oranges so well, that's there's really no and, and supposedly they are uh, actually killing the uh, phone only version of android auto so that right will be no not that use. not that the yeah, I, yeah the I'm Google talking assistant. about the driving I know what you're assistant. About, right? Yeah, that's yeah, actually yeah, what they're yeah. defaulting to now. As far as they're they're, which, if you don't I have mean, a head unit that supports it, that's what they want you to use. Which I mean is fine. The only thing I don't like about it, and I get why they did it, 
But the only thing I don't like about it is that your phone has to be in portrait orientation for it to right. work. It doesn't work in landscape at all, which is kind of silly because, like, anytime I use navigation on a phone, I kind of want to put it in landscape just so I can get a kind of a wider view as to what's coming up. But I've actually gotten used to using portrait over the last, you know, and actually kind of skipping ahead in the uh, itinerary a little bit. I talked about the tech. Yeah. That I did for the Mophie vent mount for the snap adapter Mm -hmm. that I was using and I use that both for the TCL 20 Pro and for the Samsung Galaxy S20 Ultra. Actually, I asked Mofi if they could send me a few more of those rings because I go through phones like pretzels. <laughs> and so, what you call? I you know when I when I just pop that thing like right up into the end of the magnet and it just sits there. It's beautiful and I love it. And I you know I've I've really gotten used to using that phone in portrait mode. It, when I'm navigating, I don't necessarily like it, but I've gotten used to using it. So, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. I was listening to Android. Um, I'm sorry. Is it all about Android? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. On Android Auto on the TCL 20 Pro today, actually. Whoa, that was <laughs> that was so meta. It was. <laughs> and uh, they were talking about, I, I guess, uh, some uh, Android uh, manufacturer hardware manufacturers are starting to uh, they're deciding to compete with Apple's MagSafe uh, style. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Op- Oppo oh. or Oppo is, is the one that looks. So, so that means probably also other BBK uh, manufacturers yeah. might also be in the run. <clears throat> one yeah. plus. Uh, but uh, yeah, right. So I think they're they're introducing. Uh, uh, it was actually really funny. Uh, um, they're introducing the Palm magnetic charging that should have been introduced like ten years ago. Oh my God! Ten years. Do you believe it? It's been ten years. I know for Palm. Like, well, actually, 12, when eleven? When, eleven? Well, yeah. So 12? it came out in two thousand nine. When right? did it die? Was it two thousand eleven or two thousand twelve? Two thousand eleven or two thousand twelve? Yeah, you had to bring up Web OS. I did. I but did. Uh, well, yeah. No, so so it's gonna have. Uh, I, I was. I'm. I'm quoting. Um, I guess she's friend of the show, but. Um, uh, flow, flow, uh, flow. Uh, she's been flow on the show Ion. before. She's yeah. a friend. I was gonna say, oh, that's right. She she was on with uh, uh, Jason with J- with Jason. One that's of the right. first episodes that I did with two guests. But uh, well, flow was flow was uh, talking about the the Oppo uh, per, uh, potential uh, competitive com, uh, competitive hardware to what Apple has done with the MagSafe, and I think they she quoted as saying it's going to have twenty watt uh, wireless charging. As part of it, which okay. is pretty cool, and you know all the things you would expect, like the battery pack. But the thing that she that made me laugh, and this is just because I this is like Android nerd humor because she is an Android nerd, and she writes oh, yeah. for I believe Gizmodo, Gizmodo. now. Yeah, and she said it's they're calling it uh, Mag V O O C, and I've been trying to figure out what V O O C is, and I and I couldn't figure it out before my story went live, and and. If you know anything about Oppo, which a lot of people that aren't like that, they aren't, use they the Vuk charging. Vuk, exactly. <laughs> That's yeah. all it was. It's their name for their 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 high powered charging. And I, I was, I was trying not to laugh at that. I'm like, wait, she can't hear me. Yeah, <laughs> I was, was going to say, is that one of those? Is that one of those incidences where you're like yelling at the radio, like it's what Oppo yes, calls exactly. their charging? Or I wanted to. <laughs> no, I it mean was just to be funny. fair, it was funny. To be fair. The only reason I know Vuk charging is because I reviewed an Oppo phone once, like two years ago, when Vuk first started coming out, and so it was kind of a thing. Like it, there was a thing that Oppo was really pushing. Oh, and absolutely. I also remember that that Oppo phone, you know, recharged in like thirty-six minutes or something like that. It was it was insanely fast for its time. Realme has their own uh, version of it, even though it's like a subversion of uh, they're they're a sub brand of Oppo. Technically, I forget. Right. I forget what it's called, but it's this again. It's the same uh, yeah. charging technology with the two bat, the two separate batteries inside, and all that. You and know, it's sixty-five watts, which is ridiculous. That's I, what my. Re- but seriously, I've been wondering why Android manufacturers haven't just basically flat out copied Apple in <laughs> this MagSafe technology because honestly, it's it makes so much sense. And it's one of the things I actually got an email earlier today from a an, an accessory maker 
who's doing some MagSafe stuff, and they're like, do you have an iPhone to test this with? I'm like, technically, I haven't sold it yet, <laughs> but no, I will be, you know, I will be getting, and listeners, this is a, a, a preview, but I will be getting an iPhone 13. I don't know, like, obviously, I don't know what models Apple's going to release because I'm going to get the successor to the iPhone 12 Pro, whatever that was. Like, that's my plan. So they're, you know, they were asking me, like, well, do you have an iPhone to test this on? I'm like, well, I actually have an Samsung Galaxy S21 Ultra I could test it on <laughs> because it's got the same, you know, it's got the ring adapter oh, right, from right. Mophie, but I'd, I don't think they would appreciate that. So I'm just going to hold that off until we do the iPhone coverage later in September. Actually, I, I saw a tweet saying that the event was going to be the week of the 17th is when the pre-orders are going to open, and then they're going to ship like the following weeks. So have we'll they see. Announced, have they announced um, an event yet? They haven't announced an event just yet, but both John Prosser and Max Weinbach confirmed or confirmed each other's dates of this, you know, pre-order on the 17th. I want to say ship on the 24th. So that puts our iPhone review at probably October. Yeah, I was going to say the first week of October ish. First, yeah. second week in October. Something like that. I don't know if I'll do two weeks on turnaround on that. I might do three just because it's a fairly significant device and I want to make sure I, you know, cover everything and get all the photo samples I need and yada, yada, right. yada. But it doesn't matter. We'll be back in lockdown by then anyway. So I won't, I'll still only be taking pictures of my backyard because that's, that's back how we do clips of your daughter the, on the trampoline. Uh, yeah. Well, she'll, she'll be out of her cast oh, by then. So right. maybe. <laughs> yeah. So. Anyway, uh, we should move on. I don't even know what the heck we're talking about anymore because we went on like f- we went on four <laughs> tangents there. <laughs> we went from charging to all about Android <laughs> to the iPhone. Yeah, yeah, it was all loosely connected. So you have the duo, and you're going to be sending that to me at some point. Seriously, no hurry. It's you know I've I've, I've got enough I've got enough phones to play with for now to keep me busy. But I wanted to just kind of follow up with you because sure. I want to I want to put you on the spot a little bit, and I didn't I didn't warn you about this ahead of time, so I just want to just throw this out there. During your your mini review of the Microsoft Duo, you mentioned something to the effect of, "Is it a phone? Not really." And you know, so I wanted to ask you, really. It- <laughs> because on because honestly when you say that you sound like every other reviewer who Microsoft told them to say by the way this isn't a phone you you kind of sound it almost sounds like you're parroting that but I so I just want to make sure that that is coming from an honest place and not like a and not like a it's hype coming, place. no because I honestly didn't okay. even consider that and now I see where where you're coming from with that no, this is this is more uh, literally just from the form factor of it. It, it just mm. because it's so wide. It, yes, it's a, oh, right. I, I do what she, I do. She, it, it is a productivity device first. I mean, I I can see how in the way it's designed that uh, I mean, yes, you can use it as a phone, and yes, it takes a SIM, and people are. I mean, I use it as my phone, but right. um, I but. I don't. If if you want to use this, it, it, like if you're buying it as a phone first, you're in for a bad. Dis- you're in for a disappointment because it's not good at that. I mean, it's an Android. Okay. I mean, it is All an right. Android device and it functions just the same way. It's just it's not horrible. It's just if you if you ever used uh, the, the closest thing I can compare it to is like uh, in the early days of Android when Dell was releasing those like phablets before phablets were a thing. Where like the at the time it was like right. a five and a half inch screen, which was enormous um but it really was and that's, right. to me it's kind of the same thing it's just it's so wide that your 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 hand is stretched and you're holding it up and you look ridiculous and as i mm. said in the review like ha- having a a smartwatch especially one that you can make voice calls on makes your life a lot easier okay all right i'm that's legit now one thing i wanted to ask was so basically you think that this is a secondary device that people should carry with them in addition to a smartphone. Is yeah, that- I don't, you know it's funny. I, I actually thought about. It. I'm like, man, could, could I like just, 
could I just get, because, you know, I'm on Google Fi and I'm like, I could just get a data only SIM and then carry it as like a productivity device. Because I honestly think mm-hmm. it would make more sense that way, especially. And is it sure that Google Fi doesn't, co- doesn't charge for data only no, SIMs? No, I think. I, I've. I heard that somewhere, like That's recently on Twitter from like a number of people, and I think that's actually the case. And and, I, and I'm fairly sure you have to have a voice. Oh, line I do have a voice line, so in order to, it, well, hmm. right, right. But I'm fairly sure that that's part of the restrictions. Is obviously you have to have a voice line. They're not just going to hand start handing out free sims right. to like anybody who asks. So, but. If that's the case, like I was just thinking, like I could connect so many devices, <laughs> like I could walk around with like a bandolier <laughs> of of phones that are connected to you know data only because and just imagine what would happen if like someone sent me a Facebook message while I was out. Bling, 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 bling. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we're yeah that's right. We would we're acting under the assumption that they would I, all go. I, I really off at want the same you to time. have the when in, when in actually. I want you to have the wharf style bandolier. <laughs> With just phones on it. <laughs> right? Or I was thinking right, Chewbacca, but thing. yeah, basically the same thing. But like, you know, I would, we're assuming that all the phones would go up at the same time, but knowing Android, it would be like, pating, pating, pating. <laughs> this is true. Five minutes later, pating. Four at the same, it actually pating. would be like four at the same time and then like a, a, a cursory like 8,000. Like yeah, exactly. As you're walking down the road. Like a Goldilocks trail of <laughs> yes, patings exactly. behind me. Yeah. Or oh, you mean, uh, you mean uh, Hansel and Gretel leaving a trail, yeah, leaving, a, tra- leaving a trail of notifications behind you to find your way home. Right. Exactly. Uh, yeah, that's exactly. a good question. I honestly hadn't looked into it that hard. That's that's not a bad thing to look into, though, because I, I, I have unlimited data. Um, so yeah. Wait, you do? Oh, with mm-hmm. Google Fi, you do? Oh, okay. I didn't know that was an option. I thought you just well, you can, um, with, but but with as much but otherwise but with as much data as I use, I would end up just hitting hitting that oh, sure. because essentially what it does is I think after you hit like a uh, a certain amount, it just stops charging you for it. I think it's like sixty bucks. Well, something like that because it, it's ten dollars yeah. per gigabyte up to a certain point, and then it just goes to unlimited. Oh, okay. That's but how well, it gotcha. If you if you don't subscribe to the unlimited plan, I, I forget what they you know they have names for their different tiers of stuff. I forget what the. Of yeah. course they do, because they're a carrier. <laughs> so yeah, that's an so interesting they, point. They so yeah, I actually I think you know, data only some plus you know maybe getting the Surface Pro uh, X Pen the, that one specifically the one that's a little flatter that uh, attaches magnetically to it would be a nice combination. But then I'm not sure mm. I want to be the guy mm. with the. Uh, like I, I don't wear cargo pants to work, so I'm not sure how. I mean, maybe in the winter time when I have a jacket, I would. <laughs> well, I can't. <laughs> I would, but anyway. Oh, I, well, then I'm a little more that's, that's formally just, dressed. Yeah. yeah. Mm, so indeed, indeed. But uh, you know, so I, I just think I, I so I'll, obviously I'll, I'll, I'll be able to make that determination mm-hmm. for myself when it arrives, if it arrives. Anyway. <laughs> I'm just giving you crap. Sorry about that. But no, like when when it gets here, you know, I, I'll be able to make that determination for myself. I just wanted to make sure that that wasn't like that you weren't being influenced by the influencers, as it were. But that's okay. Oh, I also so I was think, if I could think of some random product, I'd be like, by the way, I've been using this, and you can buy it here. But no, I can't think of anything. So that joke is lost. Yeah, no, no, it's cool. Now I'm going to skip over the Samsung Unpacked show that we had on the 15th, and I'm going to go directly to the Lenovo laptop show that we did, and I'm I'm going to address something with the audience right now. Folks, anytime that Cliff and I have a back and forth on any type of product, whether it's the Lenovo laptops, whether it's tablets in the future, whether, whatever it is, I don't think we're going to bother covering it on the on the Doubting Thomas monthly recap because, frankly, anything that we would have had to have said about it would have been said during the back and forth. So, I mean, I really don't think there's any need to. I mean, like, do you have anything that you wanted to add about the Lenovo laptops that we just talked about, like seriously, a week ago? <laughs> I mean, I don't think there's really much more that needs not, to be said. Not off right? the top of my head, um, I you know I'm, I continue to enjoy uh, using this particular model. And um, I was trying to think if there's anything that we missed because, you know, we we are doing things like that unscripted. It's not like we we are 
even I, we're not even going off of a doc. Maybe you are with a, a list of questions, but right? No, no. De- Lenovo is definitely not sending us talking. No, no, no. They're not actually. I'm just, I'm just messing. But you know, one thing that we could talk about is this latest thing that I got from Lenovo. Oh my goodness! Oh, this thing is so huge. You want to know how big this thing is? Oh my the, god! The USB-C <laughs> ports are in the back. Is it like, a workstation? This isn't even like it's a it's a it's a ThinkPad P fifteen workstation. Yeah, I mean this thing is a freaking monster, and like this is the power adapter for it. I'm gonna hold it up in front of my head so you can get like an idea as to like how big this. Well, that's thing that's is. pretty. It's amazing. That's pretty, uh, standard for yeah, a workstation does it is it like uh you know xeon processors with like a quadro p something gpu that kind of uh, you know i i haven't even powered it up yet but you know what let me do let me let me what i can do is just i can just go specs, ahead and yeah. read off the the specs on this because it's a that, monster yeah, the, the p series if i remember right is like their competition for like the precision series from uh uh from Dell or like the the Z series yeah. from uh, HP, yeah. Well, let me first of all let me let me start off with the email that I got from Lenovo's PR. I've got some power to send your way. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I have the ThinkPad P15 available for review. So here's the specs that they sent to me: Intel Core oh, i9, okay. wow. uh, which is a five gigahertz processor. And NVIDIA RTX A5000 series graphics card with 16 gigabytes of, of graphics RAM, of, of VRAM. VRAM is what it's called, right? I don't do laptops. Sorry, folks. And let's see. It's, um, uh, it has 32 gigs of memory. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. And, it has, and by the way, that's, that's two 16 gigabyte chips. It has four mm-hmm. slots available. So you can add up to 128 gigabytes of memory. <laughs> Uh, uh, the the SSD is oh wait no no I'm sorry it's not an SSD excuse me uh, it no, probably it has it an is, SSD and a, and the option yeah. for uh, like a two and a half inch hard drive so yeah it has a one terabyte SSD and it has and it, it storage support is up to three SSDs up to two terabytes each <laughs> can you imagine that's got like, to be in like the over oh ten thousand dollars if you equip it with all of that. So I looked it up on Lenovo's website, and I couldn't find this exact model with like these right. exact specifications. But it's somewhere around eighty seven hundred. Well, I meant, I'm saying if you got like the the, the three different uh, SSDs in it. Oh and the, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. The, with uh, thirty two oh, yeah. gigabytes of RAM and a, and a and a terabyte of storage plus. Oh yeah, that's a beast. Oh yeah. I mean, can you can you imagine walking around with like a fifteen thousand dollar laptop in your back? I mean, like, holy crap! I would be afraid to. I would be afraid to take it off my desk, which kind of defeats the purpose of having a laptop. And by the way, I would like build a cage around my desk so right. that nobody could even approach it. Oh my god! Like, oh, and and like just the fact that they like that they sent this here. And so like the, some of the testing that I plan to do with this thing includes like, we were talking about it uh, offline, but like, you know, Microsoft flight simulator for mm-hmm. sure. Absolutely. Oh, and, that's why you were asking in you know, our Slack gonna, about uh, a, 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 yeah. a, a yoke or a flight stick. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I've got, I'm going to, I'm going to start off with an Xbox controller and see how that goes. But uh, but I'm also planning on running my Oculus Quest off of this, so I can play a game like you know Half Life Alex or something like that. Like this is going to be some. I'm going to be putting. I'm going to be putting some heavy loads on this thing, and I'm probably going to do. And you know, I was thinking originally I would do like a comparison with the MSI laptop that I have as my daily driver. But I mean, honestly, it's they don't compare. This it's like like. You know, the MSI is obviously more powerful than any other Lenovo laptop that I've gotten so far. Not a hell of a lot more, but it is more powerful, like just with the discrete GPU and everything. But like compared to this thing, my God, I mean, this thing weighs six and a half pounds. It's like, uh, which I mean, I know for a workstation, it's not that much. It's about a average. Yeah. Like. I'm I'm looking forward to I haven't I I haven't even turned it on yet. <laughs> so Are you finally going to come um, up with the new like, 4K I, rendering test that you've been talking about? 
Yeah, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. But I've been working. You're just so like, I want to play some games. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to play some games, but I, I know I'm definitely going to be making videos sure, on this sure. too. You know, this this is going to replace the MSI for a couple of months. There, integrated uh, fingerprint sensor on here. Um, as well, still a tiny la- touchpad, like we were right. talking about with the um, with the other Lenovo laptops that we were talking. That was one of the points that we mentioned during our during our back and forth for the Lenovo laptops. Is this touchpad is still a little bit smaller than I would like to see it, but yeah, this is going to go up on the roof stand if it'll fit. <laughs> I think I it don't will. know if it will, will actually. Well, I, I think the front might actually be a little yeah, bit too it thick. Might. To it is a pretty thick laptop, slots, it, but anyway, it's a thick boy it, with two C's. It's a thick boy. I will say my my favorite PC. I, sorry, I was just thinking about one of the ThinkPad P series. I, my favorite one, which I don't think they have in their lineup anymore, is like as like an idea. But for a couple of years there, they had um, one where it had two screens that would come out from the sides, like two smaller LCD screens. Oh, like yeah, yeah, really? Like yes. Lenovo had that in, in that ThinkPad P series. No kidding. Line. Because remember, I remember Razer had that at like CES right. a couple of years ago, but those were like full size no, screens like that, that came out. This, these were just yeah. like two little. Okay, and I've seen like accessories that you can get that'll power screens that'll go on onto either side, and you can also use Space Desk, which I've talked about mm-hmm. on the show, which is just is fun. And Space Desk uh, is uh, the software that allows you to turn an uh, like an Android tablet into like a. Uh, an extension for your desktop. I've got, I've got the, I've got the uh, Lenovo actually tablet. I put it in a drawer so I don't What's have the, it with what, me right now. What the P13? But I've got, yeah, no. Well, I've got the Yoga 13. I'm not using, I'm not using Space Desk gotcha. on that just because that actually doubles as a second screen. But, um, but no, one of the uh, one of the Lenovo tablets that I did last summer. The uh, the M series. The, mm-hmm. uh, the, I was like the N5. Yeah, the M series ones. Which is nice because it has the it has the the stand that it sits in, so like it I don't even need to like prop it up on anything. I just set it into the stand. It stays charged, and it's my it's my little Netflix machine and my little YouTube music <laughs> machine down at the bottom there. I'm gonna have to so, try that out. And actually, yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, we should move on to the last thing that we're going to talk about. And there's actually two things that we're going to talk about because we had a Samsung Unpacked show where we kind of broke down everything that was coming out of Samsung Unpacked. And then at the last show of the month, which again has not been edited yet, but I sat down with Michael Fisher, brought him back after 18 short months to talk about Foldy Boys once again because he's obviously been playing around with the Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3 and the Z Fold 3. So those two kind of dovetail nicely together. So yeah, let's do our patron shout-outs. And starting off the top, we have Cliff Thomas, who is, again, still paying me to be on the show. (laughs) Oh, I love you, Cliff. And we have Mike Hahn, friend of the show. We have Scott Brady. And we have Neil Wilson. And we have Michael Kepper. And we have Josh Stone. And we have Zachary Palmer. And that is all very awesome. Michael Michael Kepper is leaving you all in the dust in terms of like total uh, total donations thus far, and I appreciate that. But uh, but yeah, so thank you very much to everybody. Those patron shoutouts go to anybody who does a five dollar a month or more contribution to the Benefit of the Doubt podcast. Everybody is a friend with benefit, but those folks are special, so they get a shout out. And I all I know is I just got keppered. You have been keppered. So, moving on, let's get to the Galaxy Z Fold 3 and the Galaxy Z Flip 3. So, I'll be getting these phones in, not for benefit of a doubt podcast, but for digital trends. And, but that being said, I'm still, you know, I'm, I'm still going to be using the phones, so I still will be able to give opinions about the phones. So, stay tuned for that. I got to say, of the two, I'm actually more excited over the flip than I am the fold. And I like there and there's a lot of different reasons for it. Yes, the the fact that it's below a thousand dollars is good. 
Like that that's an amazing accomplishment considering you can hold up like an iPhone and a Galaxy Z Flip 3 and say these both cost the same thing. Which do you want? And I mean, I got to I got to I got to be honest with you. I'm I'm a little afraid of the person who's not at least a little bit tempted to go with the Flip. Now, the battery life by all reports is kind of bad because it's a 3300 milliamp hour battery. You've got the screen on the outside, which is supposed to prevent you from opening up your phone as much, which, okay, I kind of get that, but at the same time, that's not awesome. But Samsung made these things water-resistant. They made foldable phones water-resistant, not dust-resistant, and fine, whatever. I can't take the phone to the beach. But pretty much everywhere else, you know, it's 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 kind of amazing that Samsung was able to do that. Now, they probably did it with the same, you know, similar type of nano coating that Motorola uses to, you know, to to make their phones water resistant that they've been using forever. So it's probably similar technology there. But still, just the fact that you can like, oops, drop this into a puddle and it's going to be fine. And like, that's just really cool. For me, and that's another reason why I'm more. I imagine it's also a lot of glue, just around the seals probably, and things. Probably right. a lot of glue. I'm interested to see the, yeah. these taken apart, especially actually the flip. And that you mentioned the battery life. That's something I I was uh, listening to a pod. I actually think it was uh, again all about Android on the way home today, and they were uh, mentioning it. I mm-hmm. uh, I was wondering what the battery life was like because I I'm sure it's just in the on on the bottom part there of the two pieces that, that, that flip. Otherwise it would be weirdly balanced. And I'm like, how much right. can you actually fit in that without yeah. making it a super thick boy? Once again, apparently 3,300 milliamp hours <laughs> or is it 3,130 something, 30 something. I don't know. It I, off the top I, of my I will head, say but. like, maybe I'm the person you're wondering about because granted I have not owned one and I haven't um, handled the flip. I have handled the uh, last generation fold just in Best Buy. So, but the difference is okay. so you have had what, like a month or so with, with the two hey, months. Two with months it. So about that. I mean, I can see that being one reason you would be uh, more interested in the flip this, this time around. Now I, I am very impressed with the fact that they could get it down to nine ninety nine. I mean, that's, that's not impulse buy territory, mm-hmm. but it's to the point now where, no. but, but you know, with, this phone feels to me like um like the razor uh not not the current one but uh the moto razor from you know the the early 2000s in that i feel like the flip is less about utility because i i mean when you open it up you're just getting a regularly sized phone a regular phone screen yeah and then yes it it is smaller in terms of the height but when you fold it, it's thicker. So it's still a, a wad in your pocket. So I, to me, it's like a conversation starter. And, um, you know, that, that there's just something very, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know if you can say sexy about a phone in general, but, uh, you know, I, and I, I think you probably shouldn't, right? but you can. <laughs> I'll see you later, Flip. <laughs> hey, hey, how you doing? How you doing? Now, but, but to anyway. me, I just, I don't know. I guess the the, the having owned the the original um, flipping <laughs> razor, I just I felt like it was it was neat, right? But uh, I I just didn't see the added utility with it, and so I was just kind of like, well, why hmm. am I paying extra for this for uh, an inferior set of cameras compared to something which you could get for the same price? And yeah. So the, the but you know that's the practical side of me. I get why people would want it. It is it is something different, which is something you can't say about a lot of phones in this day and age. Um, yeah. And and yeah. it is a I will say it is a very good looking phone. I especially like the cream color. I think I think Samsung is trying to address those usability concerns both with the hinge that it integrated into it, you know, with like the standing up on its own right. hinge and using it as a tripod, using it for Zoom meetings, stuff like that. There's a few apps that have been optimized to use like the top half, bottom half of the screen, that type of thing. Also with the outer display, you know, making that much more usable so that you can, you know, get your notifications on it. You don't necessarily have to open up the phone. So, you know, I think Samsung's trying to address right. that with those extra usability features. Now, will those ultimately 
compound to, oh, yes, you should definitely get this over an iPhone? I don't know. I, I don't think so. What I do know is that it came out this week, and we discussed this on the, pod, on, on the podcast this coming weekend, but Samsung has received over 800,000 pre-orders for folding phones based on Unpacked, which is 10 times more than it received for the S series. Now, and and I address this on the show as well, so I'll I'll yada yada it for you. I'm not sure if that's 800,000 pre-orders worldwide, if it's just in South Korea. It kind of depends on which source you read, because I I read like three different articles, and they all said slightly different things. But the amount, but what it all amounts to is people are excited about these phones a lot more than they were over the Galaxy Fold Two, and a lot more arguably, than they were about the S series, the S21 series. Like, people are really jazzed about this phone. And I figured, I did the math and I said, if it's 800,000 pre-orders in South Korea alone, that's 2% of the population of the country (laughs) is pre-ordering these phones. That doesn't even speak to people that want to wait, like, until their contract is up at Christmas or, you know, something like that. I mean, like, there's... There's a lot of people that are interested in these phones, and that in and of itself is a phenomenon that is worthy of worthy right. of headlines. And isn't this also um, a reason for them to exist, especially for manufacturers, because people yeah. are holding on to their phones uh, for a longer period of time, partially because mm-hmm. I think phones have just gotten more reliable, but also they've gotten more expensive, um, even on contract, unless you're doing the but it, it, but it is interesting to see. So, so going back to my point first, like that, that just to have these phones inject some life into what has been a, not a dead market, but certainly a slower market than we've seen in a while. And some of that is due to market saturation and it's a lot of different things. But, uh, yeah, so just to inject some, some excitement and maybe this, um, will help when other manufacturers start, um, putting out foldable phones with Samsung's displays. Cause apparently there are some orders for those out there. Yeah. In the meantime, Samsung is absolutely owning this industry, like above and beyond. You know, there's there's Samsung and then there's everybody else. And I think the only one, God, I hate, it, it keeps coming back to this, but the only manufacturer who's going to be able to compete with Samsung on this level is going to be Apple when the foldable Apple phone comes out. People aren't going to flock to a foldable Pixel. People aren't going to flock to, like I hate to say it, but it's true. Well, yeah, and and and, you know there was some, you know, TCL did promise that we would see a foldable by the end of the year, but the year is getting awfully short, and so I like I I don't know anything. I don't know anything beyond, but you know, when I was talking with Michael, he seemed to say we've probably seen the last foldable of this year, and if anybody's in a position to know, it's probably him. And I and and his reasoning is sound. The main reason why you can suspect that we're not going to see any more foldables this year is because there have been zero leaks about anything beyond the flip and the fold. Like those are the last two phones that were like. Leaking. It's also really late in the year so, to introduce anything, especially with a, a Qualcomm processor. But, well, holiday series, right? You know, but holiday season. just in the cadence of, of when new internals are introduced and then when they start I mean, it's usually yeah. more in the spring. I mean, this is, this is in line with uh, when, when Samsung used to introduce their note series, which was always, you know, yeah. uh, it, but it always had like the plus version of whatever Qualcomm was introduced. Um, so we'll see. Yeah. I, Let's not forget though, that, you know, we do have all of September and, and Techtober coming up. So we'll see how busy, that season is and we'll see if maybe someone wants to introduce a foldable during that season i don't think so you know i'm, I'm looking back and i you know i remember we we're talking about tcl i remember tcl did release their first 5g phone in october of last year like late september early october they had the verizon exclusive so right. it's not crazy that tcl could drop a phone later in the year but at this point, you you would have thought we would have seen more leaks about it. Although, actually, you know, now that I think about it, we didn't see a whole heck of a lot of leaks about the TCL twenty Pro series, twenty series coming out. So maybe just TCL has a lid on that. It's very possible. So I know I, I mean, tried to talk. I, I to just their feel PR like I feel like Samsung has got such a um, 
a lead on everybody else that because it's oh it's ridiculous um and i yeah i even wonder if we're gonna see another motor razor yeah i don't know well because and also remember that the motorola motorola razor first came out in like very late december of 2019 so you know it's very possible that moto could drop something and if, if i remember correctly wasn't the razor introduced late december of 2019 but not actually sold until earlier in 2020 I if correct, i remember yes. correctly because, okay, you know what it was? It was, I remember now, they had an event in on the West Coast, December of 2019, and then they had that event in February of 2020, which was right pre-pandemic, where Michael Fisher didn't attend because he was sick with probably not COVID, but probably COVID. <laughs> but... So, yeah, I, rem- I actually remember all this now. <laughs> so, but the reason I remember it is because, like, a lot of people were in Chicago and that's where I was running. And that was pre podcast, so I wasn't able to get into that event. <laughs> so, oh, that's right. I remember that. But, uh, yeah. So, yeah, foldables are, foldables are, uh, um, I, I still don't know how I feel about them. I mean, I, a lot of people say foldables are the future. I definitely believe they're here to stay. Um, I just, yeah, I think, I think they're a part of the future. I don't think they are the future. They're, they're going to be a part of the conversation for a long time. And I can't really think of a, a suitable, um, analogy to like say, well, the foldables are the blah of blah, you know, like maybe they're the, maybe foldables are like the smart cars of the automotive (laughs) industry. Like they're there, they have their place and you know, that's great, but they're not necessarily ever going to be truly mainstream. I could see the flip, uh, uh, supplanting some of, some of the S series, um, you know, in terms of sales and, and, mm. you know, maybe they kill the, maybe there's no more plus and they have that inside because it's in the same price range. I mean, we'll see. I'm just, that's it's yeah. all postulation. Not like we know anything. Um, so yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, we don't know anything is basically the, the uh, benefit of the doubt, the uh, mission statement of the benefit of the doubt podcast. So, and with that, I think we're going to go ahead and actually wrap things up because we're right at about at the hour mark. So, yeah, that's awesome. And I want to, you know, if you have any final thoughts, Cliff, now would be the time. Otherwise, I'm going to go ahead and shut the door. Uh, no, I really, at this time, I, I, I just think... Um, I've been sitting here thinking about more than anything. How how weird Motorola's product strategy seems to be, where they just keep releasing like eight phones within uh, that are priced within like a hundred dollars of each other, and they just have weird phone names. And granted, they're released in a bunch of different markets. And I just I just don't know what Motorola is doing anymore. And I I, I told you off off air uh, actually it was earlier this this today. And I just I have a soft spot for Motorola phones and i and i want them yeah. to succeed since we were just briefly talking about motorola there and i just i a, i'm not worried i'm not do. worried about motorola but i just i just don't know i think they're in kind of a weird spot because at least in the north american market they you know they, they were reliant so much on on verizon for um you know being mm-hmm. carried really it was the other than like the g series and lower you know what you know what i'll tell you what i don't know where what motorola's place in the in the mobile world is but i do know that of everybody motorola was probably one of the loudest cheering when lg withdrew from the mobile space i have no doubt that l that motorola probably threw a huge party for their executives (laughs) that night when when the word came down that lg was officially out and i will say I mean, just really quickly, like, yeah. you know, I, I've only been on this phone uh, like an hour or even I have less hands on time than that. And man, their software is so good. It really is. This phone is just so snappy. Yeah. But anyway, I won't sit here and go on and on about it. But it is just I, there's just so much yeah. to love about the things that they do with, with smartphones and, and the, the smart stuff that really has continued since uh, the the. Moto X, and I just I, I I wish them well, and I, I just wish they'd get their S together with um, you know, their apparent product strategies. I just don't get it, but we'll save that for a different discussion, maybe yeah. uh, after I get into this phone. A little we bit. will, 
we will save that for a different discussion because this discussion is going to come to a close. Once again, I want to thank all of our patrons for making this podcast possible, including Cliff. And I would like to thank everybody who tuned in live to listen to us record. That's a patron-only thing. And for everybody else who's listening to this to the, on the, on the high-quality feed, I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast and, as always, for giving us the benefit of the doubt.